Well, hello there, and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kira Mack, as always, and thank you for tuning in on this Tuesday morning, where it's about 9 o'clock here in Thailand. Now, before we do get into today's show, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Give us an all like, and if you can, give us a share on social media. It would be greatly appreciated. Also, we are available pretty much in all podcast players, if that's something you want to subscribe to as well. And finally, if you're interested in supporting the show, there is a Buy Me A Coffee link down below in the description, where you can donate a coffee or a cappuccino to the show, and again, greatly appreciated. So now that that's all said and done, let's jump into today's top six stories. And the first story we're going to talk about is the first Chinese tour groups have arrived. The first group tour from China arrived on a flight into Donmuang Airport yesterday morning as Chinese travel agencies resumed outbound tours to 20 countries following the relaxation of rules governing personal foreign travel at the beginning of the year, Tourism Authority of Thailand Governor Yutasak Supasorn said. 13 flights bringing tour groups from China were scheduled to arrive into Thailand on Monday. Spring Airlines flights 9C7419 landed at Damuang Airport at 8.05am from Guangzhou with a group of 40 tourists. The flight also brought 90 independent Chinese travellers. Mr. Yutasek said the first group is on a six-day tour of Bangkok, Pattaya and Rayong. They will visit popular tourist attractions such as Koh Samet, Nong Nook Tropical Gardens in Pattaya, the Grand Palace, the Temple of the Emerald Buddha and the uh, Chinatown. He said on Monday 13 flights were scheduled to arrive at Suanapum, Don Muang and Phuket airports from Beijing, Shanghai and various other cities. From January 1st to February 2nd, a total of 99,429 Chinese tourists arrived in Thailand, sending a positive signal of an economic upturn, he added. The Tat governor expected at least 5 million Chinese visitors this year. So that's a positive step for the tourism industry here in Thailand, though actually that 5 million figure I've heard that it could be up to 7 or 8 or 9 million this year is what the prediction. So I guess it depends what media outlet you're actually reading and the numbers or where they're being plucked out of or what sky. But in general, this will be good news because there is some businesses that solely cater towards Chinese before COVID and they have struggled even with the reopening of the country since, you know, last year. But yes, certainly a positive sign for the um hospitality industry. Now another story which may be of relevance to expats and tourists coming in is the customs have clarified its inspection policy. So this is the customs department. The customs department deputy director general has emphasized customs officials will not conduct personal inspections of arriving foreign tourists at airports even if they are carrying or wearing multi-million baht personal items. He said this policy aligns with the country's reopening. Mr. Pantong said it is the department's policy to make life convenient for tourists and not burden them. We will not conduct personal inspections of people, even if they carry handbags worth hundreds of thousands of baht or wear luxury watches worth several million baht, he noted. This policy applies if those items are their personal belongings, not items carried in for trade. However, officials will conduct such searches of certain tourists if the authorities are tipped off about smuggling. Another example of when a search will be conducted is if it is clear what people are wearing are not their personal belongings, Mr. Pantong said. One such instance would be if a tourist is wearing many wristwatches on their arms, he noted. In addition, all customs officials must wear their uniform while on duty, said Mr. Pantong. Inbound tourists can walk through the green lane, that's nothing to declare, if they do not have items liable for duty or tax and lack restricted goods. 
Among the items exempted from duty are personal belongings in a reasonable quantity that are worth no more than 20,000 baht in total and are not prohibited or restricted goods or foods, a maximum of 200 cigarettes or 250 grams of tobacco or 250 grams of all types combined, and no more than one litre of alcoholic beverages. Just worth noting that there as well. Arrivals can proceed through the red lane if they have goods to declare. The government is hopeful for a tourism rebound driving the economy this year. The sector recently contributed 12% of GDP. The finance ministry projects GDP growth of 3.8% this year, while the number of foreign tourists' arrival is estimated to be 27.5 million, up 147% from last year. Now, it wouldn't be very hard to be up from last year, considering there was practically nobody coming last year, but nevertheless, they are... Uh, still needed to get that in to make it all sound very good i can imagine the chart at the uh, finance ministry showing you know 2020 2020s figures 2021 2022 and the boom in 2023 and going clapping themselves on the back of how well they've done no need for really any of that now in relation to the customs and everything I think a lot of this is going to be left up to the, the feeling of the customs guy at the time. So this kind of stuff is seems like a very grey area if, you know, the authorities are tipped off about smuggling or, you know, uh, if it's clear that what they're wearing is not their personal belongings. This is all about a personal feeling of a customs officer. So, I mean, this is very, very grey kind of stuff. So, yeah, we'll see how it works out. If anybody's ever had any problems with customs entering into Thailand, I'd love to know about it down below in the comment section, by the way. It'd be very interesting. Personally, myself, I've uh, come in and out a lot into Thailand, you know, but never really had any issues but i've never really brought anything that you know even the alcohol or cigarettes like that no not really maybe a you know a some booze or something like that you know a nice decent bottle of gin from abroad or something like that but nothing really apart from that but anyway moving along and uh well thai foodies are in anger as geng Sam has named among the world's worst dishes thais are struggling to digest the news that one of their favorite foods Gengsom, that's the spicy sour fish curry, has been ranked the 12th worst dish in the world by a global foodie website. Netizens are venting their anger and disgust after the distinctive watery Thai curry received a score of 2.3 out of 5 in the online food guide Taste Atlas on Saturday. Gengsom is made from a paste of shrimp and shallots. Its sharp sweet sour flavor coming from the addition of tamarind and sometimes lime juice. The curry soup dates back to at least the Ayutthaya Kingdom and has been a favourite in Thailand for hundreds of years. But Taste Atlas disagreed, ranking it among the most horrible flavours that global cuisine has to offer. The website named Russia's Intercast Salad, Diced Frozen Fish and Onion, as the worst dish in the world with a score of 1.4. Judges were appalled enough by Canada's pizza cake, a multi-layered version of the classic Italian dish, to award it a score with 1.8 points, while Iceland's pungit hakarl, I don't know if I've even said that correct, that's a fermented shark, came third with 1.9 points. Thai foodies were also puzzled, puzzled over why Geng Sum has been listed among the world's worst dishes, some netizens demanded to know why South Korea's kimchi jjigae had not made it onto the list. They pointed out that kimchi stew had similar ingredients and flavors to gengsam, but received a score of 4.5 from Taste Atlas and was so not included in its list of the world's 100 worst dishes. I'm actually not a big fan of gengsam to be either. 
be frank and honest either. I mean, it's okay, but it wouldn't be something I'd be ordering at a restaurant. But that brings me back to you guys. What is your favorite Thai dish? And then after your favorite, what is your least favorite Thai dish? Now, we all know there's so many great Thai foods, curries, you know, uh, obviously Pad Thai is up there and, and stuff like that. And then you have your Kaprao a chicken or beef or you know like a yellow curry paste with pork and it's actually i i preferably like this yellow curry paste with kind of a pork but for me that would be one of my favorite dishes but guys i'd love to know what is yours but actually i'll be honest gang some would be on my list but you know don't tell anybody they'll be all up in arms over it but yeah no and kimchi kimchi stew you know i don't think people need to be getting kind of all bent out of shape about this either it's just people's opinion you know and it would be interesting to know where the votes all came from maybe people don't know what gangsam is around the world or or they just don't like it but anyway i'd like your opinion guys about it down below in the comment section now hotels condos have been warned of a one million baht fine for failing to submit environmental reports Hotels, condominiums, large housing projects and other accommodation establishments face fines of up to 1 million baht if they fail to provide their required annual environmental impact reports. That was Now that's according to the Phuket Provincial Natural Resource Environmental Office uh, and they've warned people about this. More than 2,000 venues in Phuket are required to file initial environmental examination and environmental impact assessment reports, monitoring reports each year, explained the MNRE Phuket director. Most locations are required to file IEE and EIA monitoring reports annually, but some must, must file reports twice a year. However, so far, the MNRE Phuket office has received only hundreds of reports, he noted. The MNRE Phuket office sent notices on January 6 to inform operators of the deadline to file their report. The MNRE Phuket office will not take legal action against any operators who file their reports before March 2nd, he noted. Under Section 101.2 of the Environmental Impact Act of 1992, revised in 2018, failing to submit the annual and IEE and EIA monitoring reports can incur a maximum fine of a million baht. All 19 municipalities of local administration organizations on the island have been instructed to inform the MNRE Phuket office of any operators who fail to submit their reports. Uh, this is pretty standard stuff, to be honest, and I, I, I'm surprised, well, I'm not actually surprised that uh, businesses aren't doing, because I think a lot of them just don't know what they're meant to do. But this needs to be an education factor for businesses. And then, of course, when they don't do what they're meant to be doing, that's when they do get fined, and people will only learn to you know follow the rules and regulations of a country when there is uh, you know sufficient fines added onto their name and they have to start paying out of their uh, bank accounts but nevertheless so uh, we have another story here and that's uh, in relation to a sudden breaking blamed for the azure air incident now many people might not know but the aborted takeoff by an azure air flight at phuket international airport on saturday has been attributed to a sudden breaking fault with the wheels under the right side of the aircraft's fuselage the airports of Thailand, Phuket branch, which operates Phuket International Airport, has issued a statement about the incident which saw the Boeing 767-300ER come to a shuddering halt on the runway at about 5pm. 
The plane was bound from Moscow with 309 passengers and 12 cabin crew on board. The aircraft was brought to a stop and all people on board were safely evacuated. No people were reported injured in the incident. The announcement by the Special Affairs and Phuket Relations Division from Phuket Airport said that the air control tower operated by Aero Thai had noticed smoke on the right engine of the aircraft and contacted the pilot to inquire about the case. The pilot requested abort takeoff due to sudden braking, the announcement said. The braking system of the flight wheelbase of the aircraft had failed, it added. Of note, the announcement made no mention of flames coming out of their right engine, as seen in photos of the aircraft while it was still on the runway. It took about 40 minutes to move the aircraft off the runway, and when the aircraft was on the taxiway, it could not be moved further, the announcement said. The aircraft blocking the taxiway obstructed other aircraft from taking off or landing while repairs were made to the aircraft. Craft. The obstruction of the taxiway resulted in delays in aircrafts arriving to land at the airport. Some aircrafts were kept in holding patterns. Some uh, had ended up having to fly to Krabi Airport and Swanabum Airport. In total, 16 airlines were affected, the announcement said. So this happened, yes, on Saturday. I think I read this morning that they finally were able to move it. It seems like this is more a maintenance issue and uh, it's a Russian airline as well. So I wonder is this got to do maybe with some issues with getting parts uh, we certainly know from you know the russia ukraine conflict and the sanctions placed on russia that uh, maintaining their planes has been an issue but I, I don't know if this is something to do with it but something as serious as the wheels and it coming to a stop and an engine going on fire i mean sounds like some dodgy maintenance work to be honest but that's just my opinion but i I'm no expert either. And finally, guys, Forest Park in Pechaburi to become a geological tourist attraction. Thailand's Ministry of Natural Resources and Environment plans to develop the Khao Nang Pachirat Forest Park in Pechaburi province into a geological tourist destination to promote geological study and conservation of natural resources. Dr. Yutapal, an advisor to the Ministry of Natural Resources and Environment, said that geologists from the Department of Mineral Resources have recently found many fossilized marine creatures embedded in the limestone mountain in the park, which are thought to be from about 250 million years ago during the Permian period. He said that the fossilized marine creatures included bivalves, single-shell mollusks and corals. A geological expert said the limestone mountain in the forest parkway was created by a massive accumulation of calcium carbonate sediments dating back more than 250 million years. He said that some of the fossilized corals appeared like tree branches or horns called rugus corals, which became extinct about 250 million years ago. And if I've pronounced any of those words in the last two paragraphs wrong, I am very, very sorry. But sometimes it just happens. But nevertheless, that is it for today, guys. Delighted as always that you're able to tune in. If you do get a chance, like the video, subscribe to the channel and give us an all share. And we will be back again during the week. Thanks for tuning in. Take care and have a great day.